This is All India Radio. Life must go on. All India Radio in collaboration with Vigyan Prasar presents science serial Life Must Go On based on understanding and managing sustainable development. Let's listen to episode number 39 titled Major Marine Ecosystems of the World and Challenges. It moved at a tremendous speed. It got tossed along so fast. It's a wonder it didn't drown. This went on for a long time. It drifted from stream to coast to open ocean. It was hours before it awoke, only to realize that it had no idea where it was. King me? I'm the ocean. How can you not know who I am? I'm sorry. I have only heard stories of you, of your great might and of your giving nature. But I have never seen you or your inhabitants before. I'm amazed at your ignorance. I understand if you didn't know of the ways in which I contributed to life on Earth. But how do you not know of all the plants and the animals that call me home? Life was first created in my depths. And now it's all around me. I host organisms so small that you can't see them. Huh? And that I will excuse. But what about the larger creatures? Have you not heard of sharks, turtles and crabs? What about the largest organism on earth that calls me home? The blue whale. The visitor looked around but it had come far from shore, unaware of how it had travelled, and it saw nothing but blue. I apologize again, but I see nothing. Where is the life that you speak of? How dare you? I have life even in my deepest depths. Huh? Oh, oh, oh. Don't look so scared. I think it's time for us to head out on an adventure. Uh, My uh, promise is to keep you safe and show you sights that you could never have imagined. <laughs> keep your eyes 
ears and mind open. Okay. <laughs> the ocean decided to begin their journey in its depths, where life was supported differently from anywhere else. And every exploration of these regions brought to light more life than was previously known. The exploring duo went into the middle of the Atlantic Ocean and began to slowly descend. As they went deeper, light decreased, the water got darker and colder. It doesn't look like there'd be anything that lives here. It's so dark. And it's so cold. Why would anything want to live here? And even if it did, how would we ever see it? I'm pretty sure you were joking. Can we please go back? If you didn't talk so much, perhaps you'll be able to pay a little more attention. Like I said earlier, keep your eyes wide open and tell me what you see. It's hard to imagine life in the icy cold and pitch dark, the crushing environment of the deep oceans of the world. But there is life. Life that looks very alien to us. The deep dark brings together organisms that are very different from what we are used to seeing. They saw small fish with large mouths filled with sharp teeth. Fish with light bulbs hanging over their heads. Bright red shrimp-like animals, transparent jellyfish, blind sharks, and so much more. Wherever they looked, there were flashes of red and green from organisms that were best left to one's imagination. As they continued to descend, slowly and steadily, a fast-moving creature of giant proportions appeared before them. As they continued to descend slowly and steadily, a fast-moving creature of giant proportions appeared before them. The visitor, still nervous from all the darkness, got the start of its life. Come, little one, stay calm. I promise to keep you safe and will make sure no harm is done to you. Off the length of a bus, with eight long arms and two tentacles that were even longer, the giant squid came to a screeching halt right before the visitor. She peered at it with an eye the size of a dinner plate. She was more curious than the visitor was scared. 
what are you please don't eat me the ocean has promised to keep me safe i am not going to eat you but my question is what are you i have never seen you around here before uh, uh, i have come from the land and the ocean is showing me around oh he's taking me down to the ocean floor but it's so dark and all these flashing creatures are scaring me which one do you eat to make you so big <laughs> the giant squid was about to start explaining how it eats a lot of the organisms that they could see around them but a few seconds before she could start speaking an organism even larger than her almost twice her length and with a square shaped head swooped down from above took her into its mouth and disappeared into the distance almost as fast as it had appeared the visitor didn't think it could be more fatal but mustered up the courage to speak is that my fault he ate him because of my curiosity this is the pattern of life animals eat and animals get eaten but this was never because of you hmm. all the organisms of the sea know that they constantly have to pay attention hmm. don't worry hmm. let's keep going hmm. as nervous as our visitor was its curiosity never went away it agreed to go further down to the ocean floor as they traveled through the darkness they arrived at an oasis in the dark they came to an area suddenly teeming with life the ocean pointed out crabs eels snails and octopus but the most striking of them all were giant tubes with red feather-like structures that stuck out of them in between all this stood a chimney that was sending out black clouds into the freezing cold water huh? where are we it's called a hydrothermal vent it's a place that lot of people have not heard of or seen hmm. i must say you are quite lucky hmm. here here hot water heated by volcanic rocks in the earth comes out of the cracks in the earth similar to a hot spring on a land is it boiling hot it's even hotter is it but because of all the pressure we are under at this depth it won't actually boil but why is there so much life here if the water is so hot there are couple of things that are happening here when this really hot water comes out it brings in minerals with it and the bacteria grow these bacteria 
then get eaten by larger organisms. And this continues. Continues creating the thriving community that you see. To throw in some numbers, compared to the sea floor around these hot spots, hydrothermal vents have a density of organism that is 10,000 to 100,000 times greater. You didn't say anything about how they survived the heat. Yes, yes, I was getting there. Think about it though. Do you realize how cold it is where we are? <laughs> of course I do. I've been freezing for a long time now. Exactly. <laughs> so even though we are around this superheated water, it mixes with the extremely cold water pretty fast. Which is why you are still feeling cold and the organisms close to the vent don't get burned alive. <laughs> but I want you to remember <laughs> there are other ecosystems on the seafloor in other dark and cold regions. <laughs> Unfortunately, we don't have time to look at all of them. Instead, I think we should head over to another cold region. But one that isn't too dark. I'm ready to head out. The thought of that sperm whale still gives me the shivers. <laughs> the ocean and its visitor headed further south to the Southern Ocean. The Southern Ocean surrounds Antarctica. Earth's southernmost continent, which also contains the South Pole. This continent, which is almost completely covered by ice, has been historically uninhabited by humans. But the ocean around it is a whole different story. Ah, what is that spray of water? There, see, the one at the surface. I see it. Oh, this is so exciting. Exciting? That's not how I feel at all. What's happening now? Remember? Hmm? How I told you that the largest organism on earth lives in my waters. Hmm. There it is. That spray is from a blue whale. Ah. That have been fished for centuries. So... There are very few left, and only fewer get to see them. Shall we go say, hello? Uh, I'm holding you to your promise of keeping me unharmed. You have my word. Uh, uh, does the blue whale, uh, like the sperm whale, eat giant squid too? Uh, 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 let me stop you right now. We are heading over, and I think you should ask him directly. Okay. Uh, sir, sorry to bother you, but would you be able to tell me what you eat? I thought you might eat giant squid, like the one we saw earlier, but Ocean says I'm wrong. Well, hello. Hello. You are indeed incorrect. You can't see them right now. 
They are in the water below us, but if you could, you would see a carpet of red made up of thousands of tiny organisms called krill. You could only imagine how much I would have to eat based on my size, but don't. I'll tell you, I eat four crawled krill in a day. What? <laughs> Do you know how many zeros are there in a crore? Uh-oh. Seven. <laughs> That's a lot. If we were to convert those many krill to a weight, I almost eat 4,000 kilograms in a day. What? <laughs> if you wanted to make sense of it, that's heavier than the weight of an elephant. Am I talking too much? No. I've been told I sometimes do. Not at all. But I just basically wanted to help you understand how much I eat. Since you can't watch me in action, <laughs> Krill love the Antarctic Ocean. And that's really why I'm here. There are so many nutrients that's come up here from the deep ocean. Similar to where you just came from, that they collect here to feed on organisms that directly use those nutrients. It's a food chain. I'm sure you know what that is. Oh. Well, I'm part of that food chain, but so many others, you'll find seals Penguins, squid, orcas, even birds like albatrosses and terns around Antarctica. <laughs> they all come to feed on krill or other organisms that eat them. <laughs> um, but I've only seen a squid. The blue whale didn't want to listen. They didn't see another blue whale as they moved on before they left the southern ocean. But they definitely saw penguins jumping in and out of the water, riding the waves, and even got lucky enough to witness a leopard seal chasing an emperor penguin. There was a lot more to explore in the southern ocean, but Time was running out, and a lot more was left to see. Come now. We are going to head out around the coast of Australia, up the east coast of Asia and down the west coast of America. There is another fascinating ecosystem that you must see. Go away, total. Why won't you leave alone? That's not your food. But it is. Look at it. No way. The ocean laughed a hearty laugh, for it could see where the confusion would have arisen. The visitor looked a lot like a jellyfish, 
the turtle's favorite food. <laughs> I would recommend you to stay away from it. Not only because it's my friend, but I'm pretty sure eating it would cause you great harm. The ocean and the leatherback turtle exchanged a few more words before it was convinced to leave the visitor alone. While the ocean was relieved, the visitor was offended. <sighs> Thank you for stopping me from being eaten, Ocean. But why would I cause him harm? I'm sure I would make a tasty meal. <laughs> oh, I have nothing against you. You have been great company. A keen observer and a fast learner. Thank you. But the truth is that when organisms eat you, they have been known to choke hmm? or even die due to starvation. Once you have entered their stomach, remember, even though we are traversing the world's ocean, you do not belong here. In fact, the reason I didn't see the leatherback turtle is because I was busy looking out towards the great Pacific garbage patch on our right. Uh, um, uh, I don't see anything. Well, it's hard to see. Most of the trash here has been traveling around the ocean for many years mm -hmm. and is broken down into very small pieces. The tiny pieces which are mostly plastic end up in the stomachs of ocean birds, turtles, other organisms and all their young ones. They are not only bad for the organisms that eat them, but also for the organisms that eat the organism that eat them. That sounds awful. Oh, it's sure it is. It's a shame. But between all these beautiful ecosystems that we visit, there is a lot of pollution. Almost all of it caused by humans. But there is nothing that my inhabitants or I can do about it. The ocean and his new friend traveled back into the Indian Ocean where they first met. As they swam towards the shore, the visitor had a very pertinent thought. <laughs> you have shown me some amazing sights and it was very interesting to watch and learn. But is it of any importance? That's a key question and I'm so glad you asked. I'm going to get a little technical here, so please bear with me. Okay. If you have noticed on our journey, every time we have gotten closer to the shore, we have seen lots of large fishing boats on the water. Yeah. This is because the shallower parts of the ocean contains the most organisms even though they cover only 7% of the world's oceans. About 44% of the Earth's population is concentrated within 
150 kilometers of the ocean and are dependent on these near shore areas for their livelihood and sustenance wait i i, I recognize this place those trees they they look very familiar maybe maybe this is where i came from are you sure you came from this mangrove forest um i don't know all i know is that i was thrown into a river a few days later i reached what you call the mangrove forest and spent a few days entangled in those structures when that storm came i got disoriented and the next thing i remember is meeting you that's quite possible those mangrove structures are the roots of the mangrove trees i met the land wherever there is a coast and these mangroves are one of those coastal ecosystems that i support they get water from me and also from river that flow to the sea since you recognize this ecosystem i'm going to send you back in it was a pleasure meeting you dear friend thank you so much same here thank you so much goodbye bye bye the ocean sent the visitor back into the mangroves on a gentle wave once inside the visitor looked around for a safe place to lodge itself as it searched it found juvenile fish and eels that were hiding from predators in between the mangrove roots crabs and snails spread across the floor of the mangroves and oysters and barnacles attached to mangrove roots as it looked above to watch a kingfisher fly over it got picked up out of the water a group of students from a local school were cleaning up litter in mangroves and this plastic bag went straight into a bin full of other plastic waste and this plastic bag went straight into a bin full of other plastic waste to be sent to a recycling center the journey of this plastic bag had almost come to an end but what a memorable one it had been life must go on you were listening to the 39th episode of this science serial produced by all india radio in collaboration with vikyan prasar titled major marine ecosystems of the world and challenges coordinators were dr chandar mohan and dr b k tyagi research and script mahira kakajiwala the episode was directed by sudarshan kumar presented by dilip jha recording and mixing sharad sharma the participating artists were nikhil divan gaurav devgan pragya jha vasundhara bose and mamta malkani 
Hey listeners, please stay with us. Here are two questions for you. The lucky winner will get attractive prize from Vikyan Prasad. The first question is, name the earth's southernmost continent, which also contains the South Pole. The second question is, about how much percentage of earth's population living near shore areas are dependent on the oceans for their livelihood and sustenance? You can send in your answers by simple post. Our address is Science Serial Life Must Go On. All India Radio, room number 615. New Broadcasting House, Sunset Mark, New Delhi 110001. You can also write on our email ID. That's radio at the rate vigyanprasar.gov.in. Please do write us or mail us your full name, age and profession. If you are associated with Science Club, then do let us know the membership of your club. If you have any query or question, don't hesitate to write in to us. We will be back again with the next episode of this science serial. Life must go on. Same day, same time next week. Till then, goodbye.